Welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I'm Danielle DeTeach, or Coach Danny D, and I help women to create luxury brands by creating processes and tightening their branding. This is where we talk about how to build your business in a way that allows you to work with ease and enjoy your life. My happy space is spending as much time as humanly possible in my pajamas. And I want to help others to find their happy space while still running profitable businesses. So get comfortable and let's dig in. Hello and welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I am your host, Coach Danny D, and I am here always to help small business owners to play big, but I also want you to find that happy space where you are doing that thing that you love the most while also enjoying your business. For me, that's being in my pajamas, but it may be something totally different for you. So today we have a very, very special guest. We have Dion Watts-Williams. Um, I'm going to tell you about her accolades, but I'm going to just start with she's a, a dear sister, coach, friend. Um, so it's very special for me to have her on here today. But she is she has so many accolades, but she is the branding maven and she is also just the based with LinkedIn, which is something that for whatever reason, as business owners, we're not utilizing to the fullest of our capabilities. And, you know, if you follow Dion, you will learn like, it's not that hard and you can do it. And she's so encouraging and showing you how to be strategic and using that LinkedIn as a business owner, as an individual brand, she works with entrepreneurs as well as uh, corporate climbers. So no matter what it is you're trying to do to advance yourself, Dion can help you with that. So Dion, I want you to, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to the space of being an entrepreneur. Hi, Danny. How hey. are you? I'm good. Good. Well, you said a mouthful right there. Like, <laughs> you know, we don't we don't like what's what's not familiar, you know. Yeah. Um, and I totally get it because learning something can be can be an uphill battle. But yes, I love LinkedIn. Um, where do I start? I really stumbled upon like entrepreneurship. I was always just heavy into writing. Probably because as a, as a kid, I did not want to, I'm like, you want me to stand up and read or talk in front of people? <laughs> so just gravitating to written speech was, that was always my thing, whether it was journaling or, you know, helping a sibling with the paper. I can say that now because we're all adults <laughs> or, you know, I mean, you know. In college, hey. that was that was the hey. hustle. I said, listen, <laughs> I said, oh, you want me to do that? I can do it with my eyes closed. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah, got a <It's>, skill. <laughs> yes, um, but my journey to entrepreneurship really started with me just doing things for family and friends here and there, and they would, you know, tell their people, and 
And it started by just writing like press releases, bios. Oh, then can you, can you brush out my resume? And then that's how I really expanded into, you know, consulting. Um, still working a nine to five. I still do work a nine to five, but it wasn't that, uh, not the same employer, but working a nine to five and consulting, I was like, okay, I found my dream job. I was wrong because we're taught to go to school, follow the salary, and that's it. It was a really just toxic, it was just not a good match on so many levels. The microaggressions, and gaslighting, the needle, you know how it is, the needle's the always thing. I'm, I'm sitting here like, well, <laughs> did you read my autobiography before you got out here? Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was such, it was, it was such a devastating thing to get laid off you're like five or six months pregnant from your dream job. And I'm like, wow. I did, I did all the things and you're telling me, oh, I'm just a number. Okay. Right. I don't really matter right. here. Right. Yeah. And like you, like you just said, that was your story too. And what I found is I started connecting with women who had similar experiences and I was like, oh, it's not just me. Like, this is a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I kind of doubled down on the consulting because I was like, I don't want anyone to experience that feeling of just being like used and not seen, not heard. And it, my, my business really just took off from there, but I really did stumble upon it. And then just a series of life experiences, experiences in corporate America um, just led me to where I am today. But LinkedIn is, you know, I, I do things, I do all things personal branding, but LinkedIn is the number one tool hands down that I've helped my clients with because it does all the things. So that is uh, the short version <laughs> of my of my story. It's, there's a lot of other details I can go into, but yeah, that it's been, um, I've been consulting since 07. Okay. So for, for a while. And then 2018, I said, all right, I need to, it was more of a hobby until then, right? I was like, I need to kind of make this legit. And yeah. I, I wanted to just grow from there. It's amazing. And I'm so glad that you decided to, to move in that direction because I do agree with you. There's so many women out there that are experiencing that same thing because, you know, we take what we do personally and, mm -hmm. you know, we, we treat it as if, you know, if we nurture this thing is going to take us to all of these places, but you know, what I've found is, you know, in a, in a lot of instances in corporate America, you, you know, it's, it's an abusive relationship, you know, it's a oh, one-sided relationship and yeah. there's a lot of mind games that are keeping people stuck from really seeing their value. Cause if they wouldn't have hired you, if they didn't see your value. I literally just told someone that this morning. Like, like you would I not mean, be in that job if they thought you couldn't do the job. Right. So it's why, like you yeah. have value all the way up until the point that you ask for a raise or a promotion. Mm -hmm. Then and all then of a internalize. Sudden, it's like, what, huh? Well, who? Oh, no, no. You you need to jump through these 12 more hoops. But look, let me put give these other major projects that no one else can handle to you at the same time oh child I've had I've had a supervisor <laughs> tell me well the reason I give you more work is because I know you're dependable I was like uh-huh so well you, you know what I'm dependable work. with money too <laughs> right so 
and it's not to say that taking on more assignments and more work doesn't have, like play its part. What I found is I was being treated like a workhorse. Mm-hmm. So it was like the reward for more for doing good work or more work is more work. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And I've yeah. seen a lot of people, you know, where you're the workhorse, but other people are getting promoted around you. Yep. Because yep. they don't want to lose that workhorse. And then in some instances, I know it's not our topic, but I mean, when the Lord speaks, the Lord speaks. In some <laughs> instances, you're behind the scenes coaching and prepping the person who gets the, because cause they uh, don't know. And so they're coming to you to be like, well, how do I go about mm-hmm. like, you know, biggest slap in the face. And so. Yeah. I, I'm glad that you are here and of service to people to help them find that voice so that they can have that confidence so that they can, you know, not start to have the psychological effects of that you can get sometimes in these situations where you're getting this mixed messaging that, you know, oh, well, you know, you, you, you're not good enough for this next position and sometimes, you know, you may not even be appearing good enough because you're not putting that right information out there to position yourself. And that was it. It's like, you know, I, I hate the phrase that like, oh, your work is going to speak for itself. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> you mm-hmm. have to actually find your voice and, be, and have that confidence because, you know, just like anything in any other area of life, like someone's going to take that and, and use it and abuse it and you're going to be left completely burned out, overworked, underpaid, <laughs> you know? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have a good That's friend not- whenever she's on Zoom and she has something um, meaningful to say, she gets her mic like this. Give your, give your voice <laughs> a microphone. Cause no, the work is not going to speak for itself. It's just speaking. It's quiet in the background. Mm-hmm. You need to amplify it. So. Right. How do we go about amplifying our voice using LinkedIn? Oh my goodness. I could talk all day about LinkedIn. I think um, <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> how do we amplify our voice? It's first of all, you can't just from a very practical standpoint, I talk to people every day who are just like, I don't know my login. I'm like, well, you gotta be active. <laughs> <laughs> Step one. Step one. <laughs> Be active. Yes, optimize your profile. Um, that's a piece of the puzzle. But okay, once you've, you know, put the, the open sign up and you've decorated your storefront, you have to like put something on the shelves. You have to engage the customers or people coming into your store. So, um, you know, the other other thing I say is that, you know, if your LinkedIn profile is like all tumbleweeds, like if you're not engaging in conversations, if you're not sharing content, that doesn't, that's not going to get anyone's interest. That's not going to get anyone's attention. So you have to actually get in the game. But I understand that it can be overwhelming. So I usually start with just, just the profile. Like let's let's get you, let's get your, your store up and running, your storefront. You know? Okay, so let's let's go to those baby steps. Like, you know, mm-hmm. hi, I, I'm walking up. I have a login. I'm about to hit forgot password so I can get in. <laughs> once they send me that link what's next what do I do next oh my goodness you need to optimize your profile it's it's very hard to 
Because what's going to happen is if you skip over that step and try to jump into conversations, and not that that's like detrimental, but people are going to organically want to come check you out. And so if there's tumbleweeds all over your profile, if you don't have a, and I'm probably going out of order, let me know if I'm jumping ahead. No, like, you, you know where we're going. You you driving the train. I, you know, <laughs> you are the you are the queen of LinkedIn. You you <laughs> you take us on on the journey. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of profile features, right? But here are like my favorite ones, and the ones I think are more most effective is your header graphic and your profile photo. A lot of people, you know, you have that little silhouette <laughs> with your LinkedIn <laughs> profile, like, and I get we don't want to put ourselves out there, but people connect, like to connect with people. So it's very easy um, to for people to put a face with the name. So I always say, get the high quality image, um, use that headshot, preferably a professional headshot. I mean, a selfie isn't terrible, but just make sure it doesn't look like a selfie. Like get a, get a phone holder, stand something. Like this, have- this is the this is the part where I'm gonna interject because as professionals, sometimes we don't want to tell it all the way like it is, you know. So I'm gonna tell it for you so you don't have to say it. Get that headshot. Like she 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 being nice because you know everybody yeah. may not whatever. There's somebody who's offering mini headshot sessions for fifty dollars or less. Mm-hmm. Go get the headshot. It right. looks like a selfie. I'm just, we don't want to just say it to you. We don't want to hurt your feelings, but we could see the the toilet in the background. It looks like a selfie. Nobody, oh, no, no. you know, nobody. We don't want to see people the ceiling taking, shot, like the angles. That's not no, the time for angles. this is not that moment. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to hijack the conversation, but y'all. No, tell them like it is, you know. Y'all, when it comes to not just for LinkedIn, but for all things, when you're doing mm-hmm. your headshots and your branding for your business, make sure that it matches your business. Yes. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, I mean, when I go do a photo shoot, I'm going to do some fun ones and some different ones or whatever. Right. But the ones that are for the business are for the business. The ones that are for fun are for fun. And, you know, not saying mm-hmm. that you can't have a fun brand. Exactly. Exactly. But sometimes, <laughs> you know, people see that picture and it's like you're looking for them to take you seriously as a mm-hmm. business owner. And if the picture doesn't reflect the brand that you're trying to carry, like if you're saying, okay, I'm, you know, I, I want you to entrust me with, you know, millions of dollars of funds. And in sweats, right? And you're in sweats, or it looks like a club photo, or you know, like <laughs> then it's kind of like you are you Not the club shot? Not the club shot? Are you sure? Yeah, and you know, you can have fun with it. Like, and I tell people, like, wear what you would wear every day. Like, right. I'm not usually suited and booted. I have corporate clients, but they also know. I mean, I I I, I put on the suit when it's appropriate. But like, think about how you, how people would experience you every day. That's how you want to, you want to be reflected in that, that headshot. Um, yeah, a, a photographer is definitely preferred. Like, listen, I will get my husband on a good day. I'm like, oh, this lighting is nice. Like, let's find a nice little backdrop and have a little photo shoot. My nine-year-old, he's my photographer. He knows how to do <laughs> angles. He knows how to, okay, mom, you have to face the light. So, I mean, push comes to shove, just don't do it yourself. Just don't. Just make sure that options. it's <laughs> something that you would want to represent you if 
Yeah. You know, because you because it's it's not always, you know, it's mostly gonna be people you don't know. And that is their first, mm-hmm. that's their first view of you. And so it can be like you said, it can be fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I'm I'm in a pajamas coat. It can be fun. It's <laughs> just make sure that it's of a standard that represents your company. Um you know, the pajamas, you know, I know this may sound crazy to most people, but I got work pajamas and I got, ca- I got my casual pajamas. The pajamas I, I wear mean, to work are levels. different than the <laughs> ones I wear, you know, around the house. So, right. you know, make sure that you're giving that image because that is what people see first. And, and when you don't have that picture at all, then I just, I, I personally think you like a serial killer. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just like, yeah. why? Why are you on here if you don't want me to know who you are? Right. And the people are like, well, (laughs) is it really a person? Is it a legitimate connection? So you want to show up just as yourself. And even, I mean, speaking of, you know, having fun, even in your header image, like often in my header graphic, I'll put, I'll show a picture of me training or teaching or working with a client. So actually show them better than you can tell them. Like, what is your zone of genius like show a picture of you in your element yeah think of every aspect of your profile as like prime real estate where can I showcase a little bit more of my brand right because people really just are going to scan at first we'll get down into keywords and stuff but honestly if your visuals are just kind of like blah it's like people don't know what to do with that (laughs) I mean, it's like if you go yeah. to a party and you see somebody and they look kind of drab, you're not running to go over there to meet them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're just like, mm-hmm. okay. It's true. It's true. And even another feature, um, I like, a lot of people don't know you can do this, but you can actually uh, create an intro video on your LinkedIn profile. Okay. So yeah, you have a, a chance to do like a 30 second kind of welcome video. You know, video content helps you make that connection a little bit faster. Um, people are more likely to stop and like, hey, let me hear what she has to say. So you can use that for your pitch, your elevator pitch, or, you know, if you're hiring, if you're an entrepreneur, you're looking to hire or partner with someone, like, what are you looking for in the moment? Like, what is that thing that that person needs to know and that you can capture in 30 seconds? So that's also another very effective feature that a lot of people don't even know about or take advantage of. I did not know that. So that is a bonus. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, what else? Your headline, right? Just don't put you're the CEO. That's nice. But like, that's that's the perfect opportunity to expound a little bit on like what you do. Who do you help? How do you help them? Like have fun with it. I put emojis in mind. I, you know, speak directly to my person. If you look at my, my profile and that doesn't mean you don't, that you um, can't change it, but based on what your current goals are, like you want your headline to embody that because you're more than just your title. Okay. You know, I say that I'm um, a, a content buff. <laughs> I love content strategy. I've seen people put little personal tidbits about themselves in their headlines too. And how long, like typically is like a headline? Headline, I think you have about up to 200 characters. I mean, you don't okay. have to use all of it, but that's a good amount of that, that's real a, estate. Yeah, that's a good bit. Yeah, so instead of putting, you know, life coach, uh, yeah. 
Definitely, like, you can be more descriptive, you know? You know, dig a little deeper. <laughs> dig a little deeper. Think of it like, okay, speed dating, right? You have a few seconds on LinkedIn, probably less than seven seconds for that person to decide, okay, I'm going to keep scrolling and learn more about this person or they're just going to click away. So you need to grab them with that, with the visuals, with the video, your headline, keywords, right? You want to make sure that you're, 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 speaking to your brand soulmate, right? And, and by keywords, a lot of people think, oh, I just sprinkle around <laughs> keywords on my profile. <laughs> I'm laughing say... because when I teach people about SEO, it, yeah, people just think just- Yeah, it's like- Like, ah, bam, it just sprinkle it on there like some seasoning. Like, it, like it, Season. it, needs to, it needs to marinate. It needs to be blended, yeah. become one with the meat, okay? <laughs> it needs to be cohesive. It needs to make sense. You want to talk their language, think about what they're searching for. Like when they go to LinkedIn, I've had people say, say like, oh, I looked up personal branding consultant and you popped up probably because that was on my, my profile, right? Or that's the thing that I'm talking about. So you want to think, you want to be very um, intentional about that. Okay. Uh, let's see, anything else? Recommendations, endorsements. That's great for, because I know me with Amazon, I don't care what I'm buying. I'm going to scroll and read those reviews before I buy. Right. <laughs> so it's the same way. Like you want to get those recommendations from clients, even from even if you're an entrepreneur and you used to have a nine to five, like ask your former colleagues or supervisors to speak to a, a certain skill set that you have. Right, because those reviews are people are reading them. They're definitely reading. Them. Um, and yeah, I think that see. that's a really good point because we could say that we're the you know best fill in the blank, but it's something about somebody mm -hmm. else validating that thing about you that people are like, wait, like twelve people said that like you know she's the best mm -hmm. at you know this. I need to reach out. Now, listen, we know how we go to restaurants and have a bad experience. We put them on blast. It's the same way <laughs> when people have a great experience with you, right? Right. You want to share that. You want to let other people, because essentially, if you're giving a good experience to your clients, they're essentially become, becoming your brand ambassadors. Yes. So that's that's basically what the recommendation is. Um, I mean, that's those are my favorite sections for the profile. Of course, like I said, engagement is a whole nother we might need to do a part two for engagement for like getting, getting into the game. <laughs> Look, right like, now we're just trying to get there. We just showing up yeah, and trying to get there. We don't want to overwhelm. <laughs> right. But, but no, these are all great things. And I think, you know, my biggest takeaway from what you've said so far is, you know, to make sure you're also bringing your personality to the stage, because I think, I'm, you know, I'm just going to speak for myself. I think um, one reason why people may be a little hesitant with LinkedIn is that it kind of feels like going on an interview and, you know, like your resume, yeah. you know, it kind of has that, like, that, 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 that vibe to it. But even in interviewing, it, it, it really comes down to, we, you know, if you go in there and you're like, I am this person. I have this skill set. I did, you know, that Please that's do. just, you know, speaking as someone who has interviewed a lot of people, I don't remember you already. It's like, no one wants a robot. Like you can still, now that doesn't mean going there and 
twerking and dancing like this no is not it's not comedy central but <laughs> It's not but, but, but don't be afraid to show that side of your personality because it really is what people connect to and remember because mm-hmm. you have to think about it like, you know, on LinkedIn or if you're in a physical, you know, interview, that person has looked at, you know, X number of resumes or profiles. That person has looked at so many different things. Um we live in a world of sensory overload and yes, you know, so you're, you're just, it's just content after content after content. What is going to make you stand out and seem a little bit different? Like still you can be professional and have flair. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of times, um, here's a little bonus tip, right? And this is kind of getting to the engagement piece, but that reminded me a question that I ask people who, um, either follow me on LinkedIn or connect with me. Like I personally say like, hey, thanks for the follow. Like out of curiosity, was there anything in particular that stood out to you? So that's another bonus question that that the people can ask. That'll get the conversation going. But nine times out of 10, it's like your your headline just spoke to me. Or I saw your your graphics were really nice. Like people will tell you what, what stands out to them. So like, yes, I'm up there with my brand colors. Um, I'm not suited and booted all the time, but I'm showing bits and pieces of who I am and I'm speaking to them. So make sure you're, you know, you're showing up in that perfect kind of storm of like being yourself and also being a magnet for your, for your person. And what you just said just made me think of something just in the whole realm of business. So this is going to be my bonus for today. (laughs) Use that same philosophy when you are working with your clients. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's good. Because, you know, a big part of client attraction is getting into the psychology of your client and your Mm -hmm. current clients will tell you the answers to the questions. They will tell you if you listen you know, a lot of times we're so, you know, concerned about if sale. this person feels, close. you know, the sale and closing or if yeah. this person feels negatively, like, you know, we're like, oh, did, did they like it? Did they not? Like, you know, we're so caught up in our head with other stuff that we're not mm-hmm. listening and they are telling you, you know, oh, I, I went with you because, you know, your website was easy to work with or I went with mm-hmm. you because I just felt like everything was so, you know, clean and crisp. It just made me feel comfortable. I went with you because I saw your reviews and, you know, everybody said such glowing things about you. I So they will tell you that answer. No, the answers are all around you. Like I say that all the time. Check, listen, those conversations with your clients, you have intake forms, social media, feeds like your people will tell you people like people like to to give feedback that's one thing that's there's no shortage of feedback good or bad there's no shortage of it right but for some reason we only hear the bad you know what I'm saying we don't Mm -hmm. always hear that good and we don't always dissect that good because in that is how you get more clients because they're telling you I really like this and if you listen and you know, the last 10 clients said, I really like this, then you better better make sure that you are capitalizing on that thing because 
that is what your ideal client is looking for. Mm -hmm. So always, you know, no matter what the situation, have that kind of conversation of what attracted you. Right. That is so, so good. It'll just take the guesswork out. Like, listen, speaking of of ease, working with ease, I don't have time. I don't have time to figure out and beat my head against the wall. Right. Right. Or we just keep trying different things and then we move, you know, um, one company that I'm, you know, really familiar with, like right now they're chasing what their competitor is doing, but they're not doing what they used to do really well, really well anymore. And so it's like, hmm, like that's their lane. Let them be in that lane. That's not what we like you for. We like you for this. Yeah, and you have to know what works for you and for your right. Brain. Yeah. And so now everybody is like, you know, this sucks, this sucks, and you're not hearing it. But it's because you're you're not listening to the actual customers who are yours. All the bells and whistles that the bells and whistles will get you every time if you let it. You cannot. Right. You know, don't assume that that's what people are looking for. You know, people Mm -hmm. come to you for a particular reason and you want to make sure that, you know, if they, if they're coming to you, you know, what is it? Raising canes with they, they, they little special sauce. I don't like it, but you know, um, I, I really don't, my, my son loves it, but they got, they have that sauce. If you go to Cane's, you came uh-huh. there for that sauce. sauce if yeah. you go and you, and they're like, oh, we, we got chicken and we don't have no sauce. Okay. <laughs> Y'all could just close then, you know, like know what your hey. sauce is. Ooh, know what so your good. secret sauce is. And <clears throat> if you don't know, start asking to make sure that when you're making changes and edits that you're not throwing the sauce away and that's throwing where rogue. it came from <laughs> yeah throwing everything out the window right definitely agree agree so what would you say is the biggest myth about linkedin oh, biggest myth it's a few myths about linkedin um so the first i don't know this one you don't have to just have I'm one. Just I, okay. I told you before, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> it's hard anywhere. to choose. It's hard to choose. <laughs> I mean, a lot of things I hear, like, oh, LinkedIn is really, and I get it. Anything new is overwhelming. Like LinkedIn is really hard and it's like, it's not hard. It's, I think people look at the platform in its totality. And yes, when you look at it, that lens, and again, you're, you're following what everyone else is doing, you're going to get turned off real quick. It is not as overwhelming as you might think. You have to go into it one step at a time. Like, okay, today, I just want to work on my headline. Or today, I'm not trying to make a billion connections. I just want to start engaging with one person at a time, right? So kind of this idea that you have to jump right in and do all the things, definitely a big myth. Yeah, And I think think that that's a myth with, you know, technology in general. Like... Mm -hmm. It's like, we just want to like go from zero to 60 and like, like there, there are people that like their whole life is like studying these things. And I don't know why we expect that we're just going to learn it all in one file swoop. Like just, just get started. Just get started. Because honestly, 
And what's going to happen is you're going to be on info overload. Mm. And then you're, you're, what is it? Uh, analysis paralysis is going to yes. set in. And you're just like, oh, I got to. And you're just like, oh, screw it. <laughs> you know, so don't, yeah. You have to stay uber, uber focused. Um, a lot of people think it's a job hunting site. I mean, that's a feature of LinkedIn, but it's like, it's not just for people who are looking for a job, honey. You know? Um, yeah, I think that that's a really good myth. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think that when it first started, that's kind of, you know, what it was used for primarily. And I mean, that's been years ago and, you know, things change, things evolve. And yeah. I don't think, I think people, like, that's why they don't know what the password is. Cause that's the last time they went over there. They, they haven't Five been actively <laughs> looking for a job. So they like, there's, you know, and, and you just don't think about it, um, in that way. Um, but like, if I would have throw out a myth, especially from the creative space, most people I talk to, most of my clients say they want to connect with corporate clients. They want to garner corporate accounts. Oh, honey, that is, oh yeah. My, my, I mean, the are there any corporate clients, accounts over there, Dion? Are there any, are, a few, maybe a couple? Listen, <laughs> well, let me pull out the stats. Hold on, where are my stats? <laughs> So think about it this way. There are over 810 million users on LinkedIn. Each connection that you make introduces you on average to 400 new people. 400 new people. That is like other, that's like OPP, other people's people. Right. So like, yes, the decision makers, the people who are, if you're looking to connect with, you know, people in HR, the C-suite, um, DEI, you know, employee resource groups, people who are planning their retreats and want you to come in and, you know, pour into their, like, yes, absolutely. Listen, I've landed corporate clients on LinkedIn without even picking up a phone. Like, oh, this is what you do? Well, what are your rates? Okay, can you send us something over? Contract signed in a couple of days. Like, it really is. LinkedIn is a plug and play personal branding, networking machine. So if, it's, if if anyone thinks it's just for job hunters, no. If you are looking for, if you're looking to hire, collaborate, connect with decision makers and influencers, get on stages and get corporate clients. Like, yes, LinkedIn is a gold mine. And I always tell people like, why not? And it's not, you know, and that's great. And this is not to knock like other platforms. Like I'm on other platforms too, but it serves a very, what I've experienced, a very specific purpose. And it just like, it expedites whatever efforts you're already doing. Because people are there. And also, and maybe I'm jumping ahead to you. <laughs> people on LinkedIn are very intentional and serious. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not going to get, I, I haven't got too many tire kickers <laughs> on LinkedIn. It's usually, again, TikTok is great. Facebook is great like Instagram, but LinkedIn is like, okay, I'm, I'm looking for an opportunity. Well, they're looking specifically for someone with your, your gifts and your talent. So yes, definitely a big myth. Um, I had something else in mind. It's not just job hunting. Oh, that it's not, 
Another myth is that, oh, I'm just supposed to connect with people that I know. It's like, no, you have to network. Right. You're, grow- you're trying to grow your network. You already know those people. They didn't buy nothing from you. It's okay. Yeah. Like, why, why are you afraid of, of networking with strangers? Listen, when someone connects with me and I see we only have one person or even no people in common, I'm like, oh, yes. Because that means I'm going to tap into that 400, that group of 400 people. Right. Because they know a whole bunch of more people. That you don't know. New yeah. people. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's definitely an opportunity. Um, I mean, I know I will raise my hand and say it's not something that I've utilized to its fullest, and I'm you know working on I'm doing the baby steps and working on <laughs> getting you know in that lane. But when you were saying before about like the different platforms, yeah, they all serve their purpose, mm-hmm. but you know, LinkedIn is to me it's like the you know the the business person's facebook like they not in there oh that's good that's you know good. write that down i'll post you on that <laughs> do a social media it's yours graphic. girl it's yours <laughs> they're, but they're not you know they're not in there like playing they're in there in their business co- like nobody mm-hmm. goes to linkedin because they just wanted to chuckle right and you know and be, and be uh entertained to be entertained, they're going there to do business. So they're specifically mm-hmm. there for that reason. When you're on a lot of these other platforms, you're competing with somebody just came to laugh. Somebody just came to see pictures of their grandchild. Somebody just came to, you know, to show you their fake <laughs> house. You know, like you, you, you're competing with all of these other things. Interest. Yeah, yeah. To get people's attention, and you really don't know what thing that that person came on there for, and but you know mm-hmm. when they go on LinkedIn, they came there to do business. They are serious. I connected with someone yesterday. He was like, "How soon can we hop on the call?" I was like, "Oh, I just sent you." A... Like, it's hey, just... okay, right now, all right, like, ready? Oh. okay. <laughs> Or somebody will see your stuff, even if it's not that immediate need of like, okay, I'm ready to buy from you. But like your connection is going to know somebody, know somebody, know somebody that needs your stuff, you know? So just leveraging that has been, yeah. So talking about doing business, you know, in your pajamas. Yeah. Right. And you know, you're not cutting through the noise. Exactly. You know, like a lot of people will say, you know, because I know a lot of times two people are on so many different platforms and sometimes it's a matter of knowing what platform really serves you and what doesn't depending on who your target audience is. And, you know, so it's like, you know, that, that rush to get onto everything because, you know, somebody just said this is the new, you know, wave of the future, what have you. But if it's not, serving what you serve you know mm-hmm. like i know that there's certain platforms that my customer is not on right so, and it depends on your goals too like, right if i know i want to get um uh, one of our sister coaches nicole actually i'm like you you need to be on someone you need to be on cnn or something like go to twitter because that's great for sound bites right like if that's what you want to do like you have to understand like what your vision is and then what platform will help you get there. And yes, as we grow, you know, the, the idea of being omnipresent is real, 
like focus on one thing like tip it out <laughs> right because like, it does make sense to be 10 percent successful on on 12 platforms like and think like about it you gotta keep up with all that right That's a lot i don't have time for that and then everybody gets stressed out i don't post as much as i should i don't do that no you you're creating this situation for yourself is look at what are, what are your goals where you where do you want to be who do you want to be talking to and where are they and you know again nine times out of ten if i say who's your target audience the response is going to be corporate now i'm not going to get into how that's not a deep enough answer to my question but yeah that's not it's not but you know that's a different that's a whole different podcast just right there in and it of itself but if you are looking for corporate people they on linkedin on facebook but they might be on facebook but they're not they're, they're going to break away from corporate on facebook but they definitely on linkedin like right they on there like right because they a corporation and that's where they are having conversations so they own mm-hmm. it and that's for all the professional conversations and it's not to say that there aren't trends i mean there are trends on linkedin and in, in, in sense of like hashtags and following the conversations but like to get in the mix and become a thought leader because once people are like you chime in and they're looking at you like oh okay kind of knows her stuff and now they're going to follow you you know, so it's, it's that engagement and the networking, making a connection. And then, of course, you're top of mind. So when they need something, it's like, oh, yeah. Let's... Right. Right. Get her up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's just and it's another leg to networking, because, I mean, it's the same way networking works. It, you know, it's mm-hmm. not, you know, like you said earlier, it's not necessarily going to be an instant, you know, card swipe, you know, but now you are top of mind for that person and the other people that they know. So you're just extending your network, both, you know, as far as physical networking, there's only so much you can do in your, you know, physical space. But once you start, you know, getting into the digital networking, it's like, boom, 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 boom. Like, you know, you... again you're working with ease because you mean physical networking you got to put clothes on oh yeah then there's that (laughs) and it's not just the wide it's the depth now like like i said that one connection you're like boom i'm that's that's going to that's going to you know um what am i trying to say the roi is 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 ridiculous right yeah team linkedin definitely well like i already know <laughs> you already know i already know okay so you told us about the myths what is one big thing you wish everyone knew about linkedin i think i i mean i, I don't know i might have said this earlier but like it literally is a plug and play machine for your brand like whether you have a web presence or not whether you have a website like there's so many built-in features I could talk about how you can you know write articles on LinkedIn like we have a blog but I use LinkedIn articles and a newsletter with subscribers so I actually have subscribers to my LinkedIn newsletter so even if you don't have an email which I definitely recommend an email list but even if you don't have an email list 
you can, and it's all free. Like, yes, there are levels to LinkedIn, but like at the most basic level, there's so many features that are just right there that like, it's not just, okay, copy paste my resume and then people gonna come to me. Like if you're just starting, like no matter where you are in your business, I was going to say if you're just starting, you know, but plug and play, definitely. And it's just going to multiply your existing efforts. Um, there is, yes, a level of effort, <laughs> but a lot of people are leaving these opportunities, like business clients, connecting with decision makers, speaking engagements, you know, being asked to come and speak at conferences and, you know, featured on podcast, like all of those opportunities are there. So like plug and play. And if you're not tapping into, into, into it at the most basic level, like you're definitely missing out. And one thing I want to like expand on a little bit that you said was, you know, about taking that time, because I think a lot of times what we do is because things are plug and play, we just like, um, you know, we just, we just phone it in and then we wonder why it's not garnering response. You know, it's like, oh, you know, your website, you're this, you're that, your brand, you know, it's just all phoned in and not thoughtful doing yes. that that work up front is like the ultimate like profits and pajamas move like when you put that thought into it it does so much heavy lifting for you because it it's attracting people to you mm -hmm. but if you just like it's me I'm here this my name <laughs> like okay definitely it was your face like yeah um <laughs> you're definitely <laughs> going to get out of it because that's how it feels i'm sorry that's how i feel it's like, like you know, it's not going to fall in your lap like don't like oh you. great it's, tell yeah. me more <laughs> like i right. don't want no fall about right. that you can keep that right it's definitely a thing where you, you're intentional you're strategic you can decide okay this is how much effort I'm going to put in. I have a checklist that um, I usually share with my clients and it shows how you can make the most of LinkedIn in 20 minutes a day, like very low hanging fruit. Like there, because it's like any other platform, like I'll get on LinkedIn and I'm scrolling I'm like, oh shoot, it's been 30 minutes. I gotta get off here, right. you know? So you do have to be like aware and go in with like strategy. Um, but no, the more you put into it, the more you'll get out of it. But even if you just optimize your profile, like that alone is going to, you'll start your, you start seeing like your engagement increase or views or connections. And then once you see that, you might say, okay, let me dip my toe in over here and actually join some groups on LinkedIn. Like it really will snowball if you, if that's, if that's the direction you want to go in, but it's going to, it, it is going to take some effort on the, on the front. And even, um, you know, you mentioned earlier SEO, even if you already have all those other things set up, your website, your email newsletter, by optimizing your profile, by getting in the game on LinkedIn, you're contributing to the SEO. So if someone were to Google you, that's only going to boost, again, what you're already doing. So it's just it's just a no-brainer. Yeah. Just a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even if, and I'm not, I'm not recommending this, and Dion, please don't, 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 don't toss daggers uh -oh. at me. But even uh -oh. if you go on there and you you know, optimize your profile and, you know, you forget the password again, at least you have something there that something. 
is representative of you and your brand you know true you have a good showing that if somebody goes and pulls it up they're not like like they they saw all of this you know beautifulness over here and then they was like oh this the back room where they hide the stuff when people come over to the house oh okay yeah or they show up to your storefront and i don't know you have a bakery now but you had a butcher shop before but then your butcher stuff is still up on your profile then they're confused because they're right. like, they're like, wait, this is the same person. <laughs> right. So it's, it's also, it's going gonna, it's gonna to help you stay current. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because, you know, like I, I've heard the advice before of like, you know, even if you're not on a platform, <clears throat> excuse me, to go ahead and get that um, name, just in case at some point you decide to get on the platform, you own the name. But don't just leave it sitting there looking abandoned, like, you know, yeah. you know, make Crickets. sure that it's, it's still carrying your brand yes. and representing your brand well, so that, you know, if somebody shows up there, they're not like, and they will, it's not happened? even this, you know, people newsy, they're going to look for you. Oh, they they're are, gonna no. Go LinkedIn, they're going to go on Google, they're going to go on Facebook, they're going to go everywhere and look for you, it's just a matter of when. Right. So, yeah. you know, make sure you just have that presence there. And even if you, I mean, even after all that we have said, you just don't seem to understand or believe what we're saying. <laughs> See what happens. See if you start getting right. some notifications as you start to really put the effort in there. But don't please don't go over there if you just going to just say my name is and I am a. Yeah, you don't want to let's 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 put some effort let's put our a plus work out there and really (laughs) i'm saying that because that's you know it's like well how many characters do i have to put like not not max how many minimum and you just put like let's not do that let's say entrepreneur you're like well really is that all that's, that's your well, what kind? Well, what you do? Well, what you know? Just, and I'm not gonna call so you ask you. I'm just gonna be thinking these things to myself as I scroll on mm-hmm. to the next thing. Right, because now you haven't captured their attention. They're like, uh, well, they're not bothering. So I'm not right. gonna bother. Right. If you deeper. can't take the time that I'm sure <laughs> not gonna go and explore and be an investigative reporter, like, okay, yes. <laughs> yes. Don't be lazy. No, no. And what this is the thing that I try to get across to people is if you are willing to put in work up front, you can be lazy on the back end because ask me how I know. Go to check the plate. You can be lazy on the back end because you put in the work up front. If you, you know. It, it uh, baffles me how much people want to like skip over that branding, the, you know, marketing, the knowing your ideal client, like people want to skip that part so bad. I don't understand why, because mm-hmm. that is the crux of working with ease. Because if I, you yeah. figured that out, you don't have to work so hard. The people come looking for you. And that's why you're working so hard 12 years into your business. That's not getting easier. I, I, I had two posts recently. The one talked about 
y'all, you know, try something for three months and say it don't work. And people was like, oh, Dion, you stepping all my toes. I'm like, you cannot, listen, you got to run the play, like give something some time. But we're in this, this day and age where people just want, it's just microwave. You want it now. Oh my God. And sometimes, like... sometimes, it's, <laughs> okay, that might be the case. But like, you're seeing, and we talked about this before, Danny, like you're seeing people's success on social media, but you don't know what they you wasn't there when I was in the kitchen the crying at three o'clock in the morning. You wasn't Listen, there. You was not there yeah. when when we're, I was crying because Mickey Mouse looked like three circles, and my friend was like, "Mickey Mouse is three circles." You wasn't there on that day. Listen, we're sitting here like, I'm really yeah, doing that work, but gotta work. You're saying three months. People don't even be giving it the three. Oh months. my gosh. Like if like that, what I have learned as a coach is when people say something, you know, and this is usually casual conversations, not usually clients. It's usually, you know, somebody on social media talking about they about to quit. They about to throw the whole business out the window and blah, 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 blah. And everybody, oh girl, keep it. And you know, everybody goes into encouragement mode. Mm -hmm. I'm a coach. I got questions. Well, how long? have you been in business what are you doing and what is not working oh well Try i started the, the business work. in november no who no <laughs> hang up so, hang up and then you wonder why people are confused because first you a systems coach i'm going off going off handed. first you a systems coach then your life coach then you're a blogger then you selling Tea, weight loss tea and then, like i'm like so so nobody's gonna buy from you because we're like you walmart what's uh, happening all over the place and another thing i said i posted about was consistency <clears throat> i realized you know we're doing taxes and stuff i was like wait a minute lord i didn't i made how much last year i was legit like oh snap i like doubled my revenue in 2022 for the previous year Congratulations. But, okay, I'm sorry. That's point. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, I did the math like four times. I, I was doing the formulas in the spreadsheet. <laughs> like, it's, but it's because I've been doing this for so long. You have to be consistent. You can't be fickle. You, you, you can't mm -mm. want these, I did, like, like One thing I know for sure and, is you are consistent in these streets. I, I look, I have... Listen. I have watched, I have followed, and I'm like, look, Dion going to show up. She is <laughs> going to show up. She's going to be on message, on brand, consistent. Like, I mean, every time I see, you know, you reach a new height, I know you earn every bit of it because I, I'm, I, I see you working. And I see you doing the stuff that you need to do to get to where you need to be. So I just want to just, you know, pause for a moment on that because you are, I'm telling you, you are so consistent with what you do and dedicated to what you do and clear on what you do. Listen, thank you so much because child, and we know we don't talk about the, the other days of entrepreneurship. Sometimes no, I'm no, like, no. They got look, look, look. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh I don't know gosh. what the people over there on Instagram telling y'all about business, but oh no, they make it seem like look, they over there beautiful. just making it seem mm -hmm. like it's everything, mm -hmm. and you know, 
it's yeah. gonna have its ups it's gonna have its downs it's gonna have its trials it's gonna have its tribulations but the thing that you know i i hope that you know if you don't take anything away from this conversation is that you have to do the groundwork got to everything else that is groundwork, easy after that but right gotta... that groundwork makes everything else fall into place but it 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 feels hard to you because you're doing a lot of work. I'm never going to tell somebody that they're not working hard, but you're just work. doing work that don't make sense. You're doing, you know, and you're working harder because you keep avoiding this branding piece. That mm-hmm. That is the, 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 that's the key. That's, that is the secret sauce. Yeah, everybody wants to get to the fun stuff. Right. Okay. <laughs> Then you got a pretty little storefront. I walk inside and y'all still doing construction and I got stuff, I got beams falling on my head. Right. I'm like, okay. You don't have any foundation. You gotta work on the foundation. Look, like, okay, yeah. your logo cute though, girl. Now, if another person say, and I'm like, you wonder why, and this again, another conversation. That's all right. That's what we do here. We 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 gotta give it to the people. So that's what we do. This is this real. This is real. Your your logo, your visuals are conveying one thing, but then your brand is this but you didn't you want to go do the fun stuff you want to hit fiber right all the bells and whistles and then now you're mad because well you you it's like <laughs> if you okay so let's say you're going um i don't know if you watch what's the um abbott elementary mm, no i don't watch it but i'm familiar i should watch it i'm from philly i should watch it it's good girl you have to watch it. it's good <laughs> So on, I, you know, sorry if it's a spoiler alert, but it's not really, but on the last episode, it was, you know, the Valentine episode and the main character, the, the two, you know, the the girl and the guy that work at the school were talking and she was helping him pick, he had picked a gift for his girlfriend and she Hmm. was like, oh, it's this, she was in love with the gift, right? And so she is dating his friend right now, but they both, you know, the whole thing is they both like each other. Okay. So the friend comes with the, um, what is it? Teflar? That's, that's what it, the bag, uh, the bag, uh-huh. the friend comes with a Teflar bag for her. She looking in a bag thinking it's a gift bag. Cause she's not into purses. Hmm. So okay. when, when the, when the other girl comes in, and sees the friend with the bag, she gets all excited. Excited. <laughs> they have different interests. So you can't get client A with client B bait. Yep. You know, yep. they so like when people say, like, I hate when I see posts, what do you think about my logo? Who who's your target audience? Oh my gosh, that's the other thing. If I don't know who your target <laughs> audience is, I can't tell you, I can't give valuable feedback about your logo i could tell you if i like it but if i'm not your target audience it doesn't matter so it's making me feel a way that you don't want me to feel right yeah so i need to know what what's the product who's your target audience um what is your brand you know overall brand what is that like so Mm -hmm. all of those things matter and that's why when you come across a brand that you connect to is because all of those pieces were intentional. It's not by accident 
It's yeah. not like, oh, well, that's so interesting how you, you know, your brand is have has calming colors. It's a work with ease. It's a work with ease brand, girl. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It does. Cause that was intentional. Yeah. Like when people are like, oh, you now look at your stuff. I just feel like I can trust you. I'm like, that that's the that's the intent behind that's, those colors. Right. Authority uh, and trustworthiness. Like people don't understand. They think it's like, like you just don't like. I don't understand how everybody local is the same. I'm like, so... Oh, Lord, not the logo, not the same logos. They all go to the same fiber person. Right. I'm like, so I'm glad that you like that aesthetic. But is that the same aesthetic that your client likes? And then also, do, do you wonder how it is that you can see a logo somewhere on a building and you instantly know that that's a restaurant, even if it doesn't say restaurant? It's because mm-hmm. there was thought put into that. But when you right. take a logo that should have been for a restaurant and put it on like a, you know, there's a um a gardening place around here. And every time I pass it, I'm like, oh, I want some Mexican food. Like it just, it, it has, it's something about the logo right. that just gives me that vibe. And that's not what they sell, but I'm just like, you know what? That reminded me that your logo every piece of your branding is supposed to be cohesive and bring people to a place but you don't want to talk about that you just like oh my favorite color is yellow so i'm gonna just and i get it because for a lot of us and i'm learning to disassociate myself not disassociate myself but not be so attached to my my business because like this is our baby right like or i get it you put a lot of work into it most of us not like that's the other thing but like you have to be think about what it is you're trying to achieve like out the gate people don't want to do the work oh it's too hard I ask questions like you can't just be like this is my target you know client age gender income no that's not going to work you got to dig deeper you have to become like a stalker almost like a therapist (laughs) right of your of your um your person and then you're your messaging has to um, also convey, like you have to speak their language, yeah, but it's it's a, a nice little, it takes time. It's a nice little dance of speak their language, but I still want to sound like me. Then I also look at people's um, um, social media sometimes and I see that the visuals don't match up with the messaging because it's just like- Because it's like, not no. thought about. It's it It's thought about, from a personal perspective but it's not thought about from the audience's perspective so you know you have to think about it from their perspective so like for instance like if you go to you know theater like if you were to be on that stage like the the level at which they have to project and talk is not the level that you would talk in a regular conversation right right they have to speak and project for the audience so they're doing something that's slightly artificial to create something that's very natural for the audience So you're kind of doing the same thing. It's like, it's not that you're not your authentic self, but you are being that self through the lens of the audience. 
they they don't you know they may not care about this thing that you care a whole lot about they don't care right they they, they like this other thing and, and so we hold on to that too with like yeah. a dog with a bone it's just like they yes. don't want that sis <laughs> right stop like just stop it we don't no thank you <laughs> like <laughs> like just stop we don't right. want that and so and when people tell you that you can't you can't let that hurt your feelings you just it's it's it is like a discovery project you are you know you're learning and you're constantly evolving but it has to be based on the client not you yes you have to be able to make that detachment if you want to be successful. Now, if you just want to, you know, do you, I mean, and hey, <laughs> have fun, but, right. you know. But you'll just be running in place and be in the same place five years ago. Right, because the people mm-hmm. already told you that's not what they want. Like, they, they're saying it, you're just not listening. And it, again, it goes back to that conversation with your client are they feeling heard? Because people only gonna say it so many times before they move on. Right, right. But they're saying it to you, I really like this thing. So, you know, 90% of my corporate clients in the balloon business will say, I like the fact that it was easy to go through your process. Because they're busy. They're trying to do something else. Most of them are not event people. They're, you know, they work in a corporation and now the corporation is throwing an event and this mm-hmm. is an extra added thing on their plate. So they're another, busy. Another task. You're right. 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 They just want to check on the, on the thing and feel confident about that, that this is going to go well. And they don't know me. They, they found me on a Google search and they're just, they want to feel good about that. So I spent a lot of time making sure that everything about that process makes them feel good about it mm-hmm. because that's what they've told me that they want. I listen to the people. I just, I don't know. I feel like we could do a whole series just about, <laughs> like, I just want to shake people. Like, why don't you want to do this branding work? Like, just why? Mm-hmm. Like, why is it so... This is hard. It's like having a tough conversation. Yeah, but it's one tough conversation. It's going to feel good. It's one tough conversation that's going to set you up mm-hmm. for life. One conversation. <laughs> but it's Just not sexy. A... It's not fun. You know, it's not going to go viral right away. Nobody cares about that. I understand, but it it it, <laughs> it fills your bank account. Like, I just that part <laughs> I just don't get it like just just do it just just take a moment sit down mm-hmm. and do that work because it really does set you up to work with ease and and it sets you up for all these other things too so then when you are sitting in front of that LinkedIn profile and they got those spaces you're not looking overwhelmed at filling in mm-hmm. those places right gotta put the work in that's it like I'm a, I'm 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 gonna move on. I, I I'm gonna get off my soapbox. That's okay. We stepped on some toes, but it was good medicine. People need to no, they look like, they they, they, <laughs> they expect me to come for them toes, so <laughs> I've accepted the challenge. Um, 
I mean, because I want to see everybody win and succeed. And I feel like there is mm-hmm. too much of the, you know, the 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 Instagram, you know, just add water and you're going to have a successful business out there. It's just. People out here with chicken pet uh, businesses. Look, I call them ramen noodle businesses. You just add some water, it's going to be a meal. Like it's not, it's, it's. Like it heat doesn't... and serve. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. You know, people are leaving out some crucial Mm -hmm. points. And, you know, and most people who have been successful at what they do um, will or, you know, are willing to help other people do that thing or let you know what was what they went through to get there. But you just got to ask those questions. Or if that person, you know, is a coach, you invest in their, you know, in their programs. But the information is there. But, I mean, but you could just also just take pretty pictures on Instagram and just hope for the best. That could go, that could be a spray and pray. (laughs) Yeah, spray and pray method. Like, no, no, no. Mm -mm. Because even the law said get to work. Uh Uh-oh. In the church today, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he did. He said, "Get to work." He said, hey, "Look, you prayed. I put it in front of you, and then you just kept going. Mm-hmm. I put information in front of you. I put a pathway in front of you, and, and you were like, mm, that look hard. I'm gonna go over here." But here's the thing: it don't have to be hard. That's why I understand. It don't. I'm, I'm going to invest into it. And that was one of, you know, I know we talked about some of the questions, but like, that was like one of my points is like, it's help out here. Stop trying to figure it out. That part. Look, I got too Listen, much going on. And going I get Google, distracted. Yeah. Going over to Google and YouTube University if you want to and see how far that's going to go. And get the help. Because you're just going to save yourself a whole lot of headache and hours and late nights and money. Because and you still every, don't every understand. Day. And somebody could just break it down to you just as one, two, three, four, five. And you were like, oh, okay. And you off to the races. And you and you, and you you can run. But you still sitting up here trying to carry the two and all of this stuff like that. And it, you <laughs> can't have to do all of that. They already did the math and showed they work. Just say here, mm-hmm. swipe my card and tell me the answer. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm not about that life no more. Like, yeah, I could, I could do it. There's a level of interest there for me, like, okay, in terms of how something works. So like, for instance, our handyman, he comes over, I'm usually over his shoulder, not because I don't trust him, because I'm like, okay, I'm interested in how the thing works. But best believe there's a problem. I got him on speed dial. Like you can come. Right. I mean, that's interesting. I've learned something. I'm I'm an internal student. Yeah. But I ain't gonna do it. Like people, like I, like one time I was looking for a t-shirt and somebody was like, well, don't you have a cricket? You could just, mm-mm, that ain't what I asked you. Right. I said, who make t-shirts? Danielle does not. I already know that. <laughs> so who does? Like I can, can and will. It's <laughs> two different things. Right. And that's the beauty of it is getting to decide what you need. It's like, all right, that's not for me right now. Right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. So much. That was, so much. We done went all around the bend. That was a whole, but that was great. That That's was, okay though. That's what I love about this is that, you know, of course we, you know, touch on the topic and get that out there, but also mm-hmm. just 
you know, I know I have benefited from being able to listen to business women and just what naturally comes out in the conversation is sometimes the biggest gems of the conversation. Like, oh, wait, maybe I need to, maybe I need to do different. (laughs) Like there's something that I need to think about or, you know, why am I so fearful of walking through this door? But I am going to wrap up because I don't want to hold you too long. I am going to do our, our wrap up questions. Okay. Okay. So my first question is, tell me about your favorite pajamas. Favorite pajamas. So I do, I have, I have a good amount of pajamas. I'm more so into the loungewear, like mm. the tank, like the rib tank, the drawstring pants, kind of like the jogger. Mm-hmm. you know um but I'm still like I was a tomboy growing up so at the end of the day I'll go to sleep in sweats and a t-shirt like that's that's the best like it's nothing better than a hubby me. t-shirt I'm gonna just now you just be looking at me like really yeah it's not it's like my mom it's like I used to drink my mom's coffee and she's looking at me funny and I'm like but yours tastes better I'm like your shirt feels better than like right I'm like it, it, yeah. it's fine now but you know I mean you had a good run yeah like where's my sweatshirt oh this one mm-hmm. oh it's in the hamper I used it <laughs> like mm. yes it is mine no I totally agree with that like hubby shirts are like the best the best the best the best ever mm-hmm. okay so finish this sentence for me my time freedom allows me to Time freedom allows me to rest, take care of myself, spend time with my family, and focus on other things that I'm interested in. Love it. That's good. <laughs> Love it. All right. What is the best advice you could give to anyone seeking the profits in pajamas lifestyle? Yeah, definitely investing in the help now, right? Investing in the help in the work early on right so getting the coach that you need getting an assistant system a platform whatever it is that's going to make it easier for you to show up later like it's important for me to be able to show up and and be brilliant (laughs) that's it it's like I just want to show up and be me I'm not I'm not the accountant I could do the numbers in my business but I choose not to I don't want to be you know, the systems person, good, but I delegate that, right? You want to be able to show up and earn the money. That's it. I, I wish I had invested sooner. I was in business for 11 years before I did. And then I was like, oh my gosh, is this it? Was this all I had to do? So definitely like get the help, put a network on the front end and it will, yes, that's going to, that's going to save you a whole lot of frustration. I love that about getting the help. And I feel the same way. It's like, what was I waiting on? Like, you know, you 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 think I'm Dude. not ready for it. But mm-hmm. honestly, it's difficult to get ready without having the help. So yeah. I think that that is a, a really, really good tip. It just, it, it was just crazy. Like um, my first coach, shout out to Ty Goodwin. She, I remember being on the call with her and I was just like, I need to do this because I've been doing this for 11 years. And, you know, when you get the quote, <laughs> <laughs> of how much that investment's going to be you're like like it, in hindsight it wasn't a lot of money but it, it might as well have been a million dollars at the time so I was like you want me to pay how much 
I listen, I tap into my savings. I had my little business account. I'll let hubby know, like, I'm gonna put a little bit on this credit card here and I piecemeal that thing together. And when I tell you I made that money back in less than three months, it was the best. And then like once you get a taste of that, it's like, oh, I'm not going back to that. Like, well, that's yeah, to- I think every investment that I've made has paid off mm-hmm. and um and paid off greatly. So I don't once you see that in real life, it, it changes how you view investing. Um, yeah, I just don't, I, I, I feel like you, you're trying to level up. So you have to invest towards that. Like I, to. I saw a post recently in one of these Facebook groups. I'm not even going to say the Facebook group. Anyway, um, <laughs> the person said, how much do y'all spend on these courses and classes? Because if it's not going to get me a degree, I'm not going to invest in it. I said, well, wait, what? I saw that. I did a whole survey. I did a whole poll about that. I said, so let me get this straight. Because you're not getting a piece of paper at the end, you don't want to invest. And people were co-signing like, yeah, Google University is free. I can YouTube stuff. And I'm like, y'all think people out here just giving away. So you think you can be an orthopedic surgeon? <laughs> so looking on, on YouTube, try it. You're only... I was like, I cannot believe. I just, I, 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 it's so funny to me how hesitant people are about, and I know that they got people out there that's, that's living files. So I, I oh, yeah. get that, but that people are so hesitant about investing, but I, this is how I look at it. And, and, and I'm going to just put it in the simplest terms possible. Why would you not invest? You know, like I know someone that has a course and it's like about 500, right? Mm-hmm. why would you not invest $500 in something that can get you into six figures? So we're not going to talk about the DMs. Like, oh, I, I want to make more money. Oh, that's a, that's a bit steep. And I'm like, honestly, I probably could be charging more looking at like my competitors. But I'm like, so let me get this straight. You don't want to pay. You don't want to pay money so you can make more money. Right. So, I mean, to be honest, I mean, just to be completely honest, and this is going to step on some toes, and I'm sorry, I'm going to just apologize in advance, but to be (laughs) completely honest, if you are not, and I understand, you know, everybody's finances are not the same. I'm not, I'm not trying to come at it. We're not bashing. I'm not bashing anybody. I'm not, that ain't, that's not my lane. But if you are not, willing to invest a little to get exponentially more you really not ready to 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 be that boss i'm just going mm-hmm. i'm just going to put that out there now and and i'm not saying that you'll never be ready i'm just mm-hmm. saying that that's a mindset shift that you're going to have to make you're you're only going to be able to succeed to a certain level without yeah investing and that's not just in education and coaches that's also just even think about if you have a business you know if you just starting out you you let's say you're baking you just starting out you got your kitchen aid and you're doing whatever if you decide that you want to go full-fledged bakery you got to invest. You're going to have to right. invest in construction. You're going to have to invest in the industrial machines. You're going to have to invest to go to that next level. But you, it, there's 
I think people think I'm going to work hard enough at this level. And then there's just yeah. an automatic, you know, like, like, like grade school, you know, you, at the end of the year, you just graduate into the <laughs> next grade. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that way. You have to do some serious self work. Yeah. To level up to that next mm -hmm. level, because this, you ain't ready for that level. Yeah. And it's going to take, it's, you're either going to spend it in time, effort, or money, and or. So I don't, I don't even know what else. And it's not to bash, like you said, it's not to bash people. Everyone know there's, knows their financial situation. <clears throat> but this concept of if it's not going to yield me a degree or even more money, and you know, if you want to take money out of it. But like, if, you're, if you could learn a skill set, you could learn about a system or platform or a strategy like it's not always about a piece of paper, a certification. All those things are great. I am an advocate of education, but like you, there's so many different returns on your investment. So when I when I saw that, I was like, well, "That's how people." I mean, and the sad thing is, is that you got a lot of people that's degreed up, and you ain't, you ain't got a return on that um, investment. And that was the other thing too. I'm like, so so you gonna pay, so you can pay somebody a couple of thousand dollars. But you decide you won't go like $30,000, $50,000 in debt to get a or new six degree. Figures in debt. Right. Debt. And this is not to bash people who have a degree. I have two degrees. No, no, no. It's not, it's I, not yeah, about bashing. Yeah. It. It's, it's, the, mm -hmm. it's the thought process behind mm -hmm. it. Because if you're going to get a degree and you're going, you know, you know, I'm about to get this degree. I'm about to go do this thing and blah, 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 blah. That makes That's total not sense, yield. but yeah. there are other ways to learn, grow, and develop outside of, you know, yes. formal education. And some of that stuff is not inside formal education. You know, like you can learn how to be, you know, you can go and get a certification. You can go and learn how to be, uh, you know, fill in the blank. You could go get your master's, your PhD, but a lot of times it's the self-work that is holding us back from to, yeah. where we need to be. I know you work with a lot of corporate climbers. It's it's getting them that confidence that, you know, yep. they got the degree. I, I told someone yesterday, because she's like, oh, I feel like um, someone like, yes, she's getting like overlooked for jobs and she's seeing people, she's seeing people who are less qualified sorry, um, get these jobs. And she's like, it's confidence. I'm not sure if I can do it. <clears throat> and then upon further discovery, like, yeah, she wants to go back for a degree. But I'm like, based on what I'm hearing, you already have what it takes. You just need to communicate that and show up with confidence. So like, why not do the self, get the help that you need so you can do the self-work so that you can get it? Because nine times out of 10, you already have what it takes, but they don't tell you in school just like my story, it's like, get the degree and you want to get the job. But they don't tell you that, like, you don't know how to work it. You don't know how to right. work the, right. There's the, a whole all the things they don't strategy behind that. Right, it's a whole strategy behind it. Definitely. Yeah, so we definitely have, uh, I think there's some work to be done with that. Because, I mean, that entire, I was just like blown away by that conversation. Oh, this is really how people feel about it's just, Yeah, courses. it's just. I think some of it is just trust. I don't know. I think it, I honestly, I think it's fear. Cause self-work, ooh, that mm -hmm. scares people. 
that scares scare people. People, you know, people will go and do everything else but that self-work. They don't want to do it. But mm-hmm. one thing I found is no matter what the prize is that you have decided, that is the prize at the end of the road. If you don't do that self-work, you're going to still feel just how you feel with that prize in your hand, whether it's the degree, whether it's the dollar amount, whether it's the car, you know, the whatever, no matter what Mm -hmm. it is, you're going to still feel the same way unless you deal with your, your, your personal work, because there's no thing that can make you happy. Right. It's like all credentials, no courage. Yeah. You got all that's credentials. Good, look, that, that, that's good right there. Yeah. I mean, I've worked, <laughs> I mean, I've worked with like women who are like doctors and they're just, they still suffer from imposter syndrome. They don't know mm-hmm. if they're, they don't feel they're good enough. They feel like they don't have a voice. And I'm like, well, what's the point of like pouring into all of that? And that's great if you don't have the other piece of the puzzle. But I think it's something about how we are like how we're reared mm-hmm. to believe that that you know to focus on the exterior yes you know both you know as far as like physical beauty but also you know it's like okay you know you 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 know look flawless every day and you got you know the the fancy car the designer handbag the you know, you got all the degrees on the wall, the husband and the 2.5 kids, you got all of the things mm-hmm. that are supposed to make you happy. And then, you know, when you, when you feel like I'm not enough, you go get more things. Right. And those things can be, you know, material things. They could be degrees. They could be, you know, you get more things, yeah. but is is that high that, achiever? Huh? It's, it's usually the high achievers, right? Yes. Like we're we're taught to just like, and I had to slow down. It's like I was pouring energy into like doing everything for my, you know, kids, school, the uh, school association and my sorority and doing stuff for church. And I was on the board for this community organization. It's like I, I need to I need to deal with me first. No, and it's like that validation starts to become current. Validation. Yes. Yes. For people to say that you're the best, it just becomes currency. You, you're such a hard worker. Oh my God, I don't see how you could do it. You know, like it's and we that, that with a badge. Like, look, badge look, just, yeah. just smiling with it. You know, <laughs> look, I did this. Like, and it's like, what, you know, really, what does any of that mean? Or enough. Yeah. Because you're enough without any of those things and is getting to at whatever point the little girl and you was told different girl don't get me crying now wait a minute (laughs) now we're not gonna cry girl we're not gonna cry but i'm just saying you know it's really getting to who where did that little girl learn that i needed all this stuff stuff to feel valid because you woke up valid. God made you valid. God, God decided to make you just like you are. That was a decision for you to be made just like yep. you are. And the world perverted that somewhere. And it's like, how do yeah, we, we get back to that, that person? 
it's those seeds. I think about, um, oh my gosh, so many examples. I feel like, like, okay, my example of that toxic work environment, I took on those things that people were projecting onto me. That's one of my favorite quotes is by Lisa Nichols. She's like, other people's opinion of me is none of my business. Why do we feel like we have to internalize and take on everything? And I see it with my daughter, my six-year-old, love her to death, she can talk. I said, girl, you want to be a, uh, an actress or a, an attorney or a speaker or something. Someone said to her or said to me in front of her, yeah, she talks a little much. Maybe next time you bring her, says, don't tell my child. And of course, that following week was right before school. She's like, mom, I have missed so-and-so this school year. So I need to learn how to be really quiet. I said, don't you ever let somebody tell you that you Right. Of course, I had to. I had to let the person. I had to set the person straight. You know, they right. picked the right parent that day. But like right. little black girls, especially, like we internal, we take that stuff in. No, and you you soak it in, and you spend your whole life believing that there's something wrong with you. And mm-hmm. usually, the thing that you're trying to suppress the most is the thing that makes you That's like that, that you- makes you so special. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, you know, and it's just like, I think we've all been on that journey of like uncovering and figuring it out. Like, why do I feel this way? And what, you know, what are the things like, what's the truth? Where is the truth? And, you know, and that's why I find it so important to encourage each other, remind each other of, you know, ourselves, because there's so much that we have been taken in over time that says otherwise. And, and it's reason, like, yeah. it's like, no, that's not, no, that is not who you are. And, you know, kind of back to where we started in the conversation of you wouldn't have put me in this space if you didn't see something valuable in me. But at the same time, <laughs> You're like, well, let me, but let me, let me just, you know, damage your self-esteem just a little bit. Like, it's so unfair. And and that's the reason, that's how I got into coaching. I was just a consultant. It was very transactional. Like, oh, you want a resume? And then people would just be like, oh my gosh, this is good. Is this me? I'm like, like, I'm looking at her credentials. Like, wow, it's an honor for me to work with this person. But then she doesn't have the confidence. Um, I had a person tell me, one of my clients, the reason why she didn't speak up in meetings is that when she was a little girl, her teacher told her, you might not want to raise your hand so much because then people don't like you. She was like, Dion, I've been, in my jo- I've been at my job for 20 years. So for 20 years, I've been the quiet one in the room because I didn't want to come across like a know-it-all or like, and I'm like, no, like it's so it's it's it, it's so deep. It's, we can do a whole that it's it's so so deep. No, I, like so I feel deep. like we're gonna have to come back and do a whole episode just about <laughs> this because I mean because it is it really is the things mm-hmm. that you start to internalize. Like you know, I've always been kind of quiet because I feel like I the way I think about things is like just very different. And so when I'm in a group of people and they're like talking and I'm like okay like you know because I'm like I don't see it like that like I see something else and I've always been like you know I felt like I couldn't share that I couldn't be that and 
it took just even like more recently with coaching, like, you know, I had one of my clients say to me, she's like, you have such a unique way of thinking. And that is like, that is your gift. That's your secret sauce right there. Right. She's like, that is your gift. She's like, I, she said, I could sit there and like have worked on something for like days, weeks, months. And then we have a session and I bring it up and you'll be like, so what about this, 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 and this? And she'll be like, I feel like I never thought about it ever in life. <laughs> and I'm just Lean like. into the thing that makes you unique. You don't have to hide it. No. I, like, I, didn't, I didn't want people to know that I was a good writer. Cause I didn't want to be in the spotlight, but guess what? That's my bread and butter child. And I've, and I've had that <laughs> happen too. Like I was, yeah. I was, um, working in a job and it, you know, there was like a, a fair amount of like marketing and, you know, that type of stuff going on. And I had this notebook and I had been writing stuff in this notebook. And it's like a very, you know, male dominated kind of little, you know, situation. And that mm-hmm. wasn't my role there. And so I had just been writing this stuff in the notebook. Well, my boss found my notebook and he was like, we need to talk about this. Mm. And he's like, um, can I use this? Like, he's like, you know, and I, and I just kind of had kept that on the side because, you know, the other thing that I was taught was to kind of suppress the fact that you, you know, you're smart yeah. because it'll make other people feel uncomfortable. Uh, we need them in lights. Yeah, we're we not doing that anymore. Right. <laughs> we just have to let a lot of that go. But yeah, yes. we're gonna be here till the till the till the the, <laughs> the, the, the street lights come on, like the children say. Um, <laughs> but I mean that just speaks to I I love talking to you. I love your, you know, your mind. I love talking to I just love talking to, you know, women about business. Like that's just that's just a joy. So if people want to get in touch with you what is the best way to get in touch with you and also what do you have going on right now because I know you do a lot with LinkedIn and um, Mm -hmm. with branding what do you have going on where people can get involved and get some of that help and stop trying to figure it out themselves because come on now it's 2023 (laughs) we're getting help in 2023 yes I have a lot going on let's see um so the the most current thing is I have a, a monthly LinkedIn learning community okay. called the LinkedIn Lounge. <clears throat> this is where we show people, regardless of where they are in their journey, how to learn, love, and leverage LinkedIn. So if you are a beginner, if you're kind of sort on LinkedIn, if you've got your password, if you think you, you know all there is to know about LinkedIn, this this, I was going to say membership. It is a membership. This membership was meant to kind of grow with you, meet you where you are and evolve with you as you're growing and as the platform is growing. Um, so there are three different levels to the membership, depending on where you, you know, kind of fall in that. And it's a month to month membership. If someone wants to join for two months or 20 months, it's totally up to you. Um, we, the great thing about it is that it's not a course where, hey, I'm just throwing stuff at you. It's literally breaking down. If you want to stay on the LinkedIn profile when you're header for, you know, five months, you can, because I'm breaking it down into micro steps, every single aspect of LinkedIn. Um, we also meet weekly. Okay. So it's a live Q and A. So if you are, you know, at a certain stage, you come on and 
you get laser coaching. Um, so details on that are at workwithdion.com. And also I do, I'm hosting later on this year in November, Brunching and Branding. And that's my in-person, um, really a hands-on intimate experience where you can get my feedback on your LinkedIn profile. So I'm going to show people really how to optimize, build out their profiles basically in the day. So it's, this is actually the third brunching and branding. Um, the first one was kind of like, I just want to do it. And I, I just up and decided I'm going to host this thing in a few months. So it has really become like uh, my signature, like in-person event. So this is where you come with your laptop, get to ask me questions. Um, I give you my feedback on your profile. Of course, it's a brunch. So catered brunch, mimosas, door prizes, networking, um, all the things I like. I like LinkedIn, love networking, I love brunch. And, you know, we talked about the headshots on LinkedIn. So also included with that, with your ticket, is two headshots by my photographer. He's amazing. Um, so that's happening November 11th in Philly. Uh, right now, tickets are on sale for $297. So we're still in the early bird phase. So if people want to come in, I mean... For me to work with someone one-on-one -on -one is easily a four-figure investment just on their LinkedIn profile. So a lot of people are like, yes, Dion, brunching and branding, six hours, all the things. And I, I've got some things up my sleeve for that because um, I want to roll out the Philly uh, red rug, if you will, all red right. carpet. Yeah. Um, and that's, those are like the two biggest things. But yeah, if anyone wants to connect with me, you can just search for me on LinkedIn or just go to workwithdion.com to learn more about, you know, my programs, you know, my membership, I also have VIP experiences where you can work with me, like really on a more intimate basis. But yeah, my, this is my passion is helping you really come from, come out of the shadows, right? There's no, no point in being the best kept secret. We're not, we're not doing that in 2023. So. I absolutely, absolutely love that. And we're going to put, um, all of the links in the the bio, I mean, in the notes for the show, so you can mm -hmm. get in touch with Dion. Um, get into the 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 lounge. I mean, that is just a no brainer to get that information that you need, and you know, and a brunch. I mean, you know, you had me at mimosas. Um, oh, you, yeah, it's a whole it's a whole vibe. We do so like, much laughing and dancing and partying. It's not I mean, even... you, and that's the beautiful thing, I think, too, of this um, platform is that you kind of get to know people. And so you had opportunity to get to know Dion and how, you know, her vibe. So, I mean, I don't understand why you don't want to just go ahead and have brunch and get your LinkedIn profile and have mimosas together. Like, <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand, you know, so make sure you are um, getting connected to her, following her, getting all of that advice and, um, you know, also investing because, you know, we can, we can get the free advice. Me and um, Dion both know as coaches that, you know, that, that information that you get for free, it's, it's good information. It's valuable information because you're getting it from experts, but that information you get behind that, behind that swipe. It's a whole nother level. It's, it's like, a whole oh, nother level because it's, it's like it, VIP. You get into the club. You're like, all right, this is nice. And you go to the VIP section. You're like, Right. Oh, okay. Right. So yeah. this this is yeah. just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> this is not even like full on. So um I really, really enjoyed having you, Dion. And I know I'll have you back because we we had so many other topics that we had to put a pin in. 
but mm-hmm. I want to thank you for, you know, coming on and um, sharing with the audience and helping us get our LinkedIn lives together. So, Danny, this was, this was great. I, yeah, I mean, we started talking about LinkedIn, but then, you know, however the Lord leads. You know, and look, I just follow. I'm trying to be obedient. Our other sister coach said delayed, um, obedi- delayed obedience is still disobedience. So I try to... Mm-hmm. I try to listen, Uh, but I want to thank you guys for listening. I hope that you got so many gems out of this episode and I will see you guys in a future episode where we can talk about more things to bring work with ease to your life. And, you know, like we said earlier, you still gonna have to put some work in, but we, you know, we're just trying to help you make it a little bit easier. All right. See you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I hope you got some great tips to start working with ease. Want to stay connected? Follow me at Your Workflow on Instagram. For more information about building your luxury brand, register for my upcoming luxury brand workshop at coachdannyd.com.